The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back to old school with DP and J on 93.7 Ticket in the ticketfm.com. We are back, J Foreman DP. Old school. Austin on the ones and twos, the threes and fours, fives and sixes. Big news out of Husker Land. Uh late, not last night, night before. Commit. Big offensive tackle from Hawaii. Big ups to uh, Donovan Rayola. Uh, been hitting the recruiting trail uh, pretty hard this year. You know, getting guys from all over, obviously, the country. But going out there and get one of the, you know, big Hawaiians, a four-star recruit, 6'4", 315. Um, the one thing I'll say about before we get into the player is, my, 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 how things change. You, when we hired Donovan, didn't have experience. Could he, he could, could he or couldn't recruit doesn't have a network when they look like he's doing all right right now. You know, I know that there's other coaches assisting him, and I know that the, and I know all that, but you're not going to get guys to come here if the coach can't recruit, period, or can't coach. So, so big ups to him. But big man, Austin, can you help me with, with his name? Uh, it's Preston. What's his <laughs> last, no, no, I know his first name. What's his last name? As long as you uh, say Talmua. Yeah, Preston. Tamua, PT, a PTP or primetime player, 6'4", 315, um, same same stock as uh, Penne, was it Penne Sewell? Sewell. Yeah, yeah. um, same high school, I think, right? Or I know he has some connection with him. Big fella, can move, big old strong dude. Um, Obviously, you know, he's going to, you know, obviously, you know, have another great senior year come in and uh, handle his business. I think that, you know, w- the one thing about recruiting with Nebraska right now, as we move towards this 24, 2024 class, how many do they take, end up taking? And now, commitments aren't commitments until you sign. But let's just say everybody is on board, and they'll lose some guys, and they'll go have to recruit some other guys. But for guys that are kind of been sitting on this Nebraska offer um, – or wait, you know, kind of waiting to really take Nebraska seriously, you know. Um, now, granted, they'll, they'll always keep a spot open for Baker, the tackle from um, out in California, and stuff. Those are kind of, you know, you go, and, and you got and as a rec- other recruit, you got to be okay with that. But some guys, you know, got to start making some decisions. The one thing I've really realized about recruiting, and I and I always say that the class ranking and the player doesn't mean anything now in two or three years that lets you mean that big data lets you know how good they really are um is um you have to versus when i got recruited we only had one signing period the big thing was have a good senior year and all that other now there was guys that committed early but you know now times is moving fast dude even with them shutting down the unlimited portal time they it, it with two it, with two signing periods and two portal times I think, right where you can go and and you know come and go and go places. 
the commitments have to be early. So what that tells me for you parents out there, you have to do your research and your due diligence early on. And the play, and the coaches too. And that's what Coach Rule and those guys have done. They're in on guys, knowing guys, that, the development guys, guys they feel secure about, and they're offering them quick. But they're also making sure that they're fostering these relationships. And then they're like, okay, listen, you know, we don't need you on campus like 85 times. Okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't know about it like the six, seven, eight times, then you might not know at all because you want guys that truly come here that want to be here in theory. It, it's good to know that you're able to, to pull this off. Right. Um, I like the move, and, it, and there's a full portal. Um, I had people who were at the All-Poly camp in Utah talking about this player and uh, Coach Rail. So that tells me that there's – a change in the environment, right. the vacuum, um, because this is not a thing that would have happened a year ago. Right. I mean, uh, that, that's the real measure yeah, for me. Is that yeah. this 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 signing would not have happened a year ago? Or wouldn't the, have happened two years ago. The commitment wouldn't have been this early. Right. So, like, Wet Blank is a Polynesian coach from Hawaii, recruited a Polynesian player from Hawaii. Is that really evidence of coaching recruiting? Yeah, because here's what you would be saying, Wet Blanket or anybody that would if it didn't happen you can't even rec- you're you you have your you're a polynesian coach you're from hawaii your brother's one of the greatest offensive line coaches here you couldn't get his good couldn't get your nephew and now you can't go get a, a offensive lineman of polynesian descent from your home state that's what people will be saying so it can't be damn if you do damn if you don't you have to be for them to get the getting them on campus is one thing getting kids to commit Early is another thing. That's the one thing I've realized. Because we've seen it with Mike Riley at Friday Night Lights. You know what I mean? I mean, he had everybody under the sun here, you know, down here for Friday Night Lights. Well, it's a free trip. Sometimes you just want to see the place. Right. But it's different to get you here, foster the relationship, right, and then get them to commit because they're believing in something. They're believing in you. Yeah, I had and to. Where the, and, where you're, and where you can possibly take them. Well, I mean, he's not going to give he's not going to give his career to the wrong person. Like ultimately, right. especially when you're a Polynesian star, yeah. um, you could go anywhere. the The inside track was again at the All Poly camp. The belief was that he was going to go to Utah. Right. They thought it was Utah, BYU, USC, which is kind of the usual normal steps for Polynesian linemen in that space. Add Oregon to it, and then maybe UCLA, and that's generally the rule. The all-poly camp is a great identifier, and the fact that Nebraska pulled from the all-poly camp is a sign that somebody, some elder, and when I talk about the elders of of, of Polynesian line play in, the, in, the, in this country, the cosign is required, and being Polynesian wasn't enough. Being Nebraska wasn't enough. As a matter of fact, being Nebraska wasn't good enough. This is a step in the right direction. Not saying that it changes anything other than, one, it opens the door. Two, it co-signs the fact that both Polynesian culture and the, the Nebraska brand is good enough for one of the ten top linemen of, of Polynesian, Polynesian background. That's a huge thing to say. I mean, they're, you're doing it. They're doing it. And Coach Rayola is in, in on recruiting on four different types of linemen, uh, you, know, you know, talking in reference to wet blanket. So you got Gibson Pyle from Klein, Texas. Right, six four two ninety. Um, 
And then you got my man from Peters from Iowa, who's a six three two sixty from Cedar Falls. Then you then you got the uh, my man that that uh, I did a black shirt breakdown on right here. That uh, Landon Davidson, and then you got Preston Tamua. Okay, first of all, I haven't seen much tape on Preston, but them three other dudes, they play with an edge. So it let is letting me know that he is recruiting to a personality type. Well, I'm not sure that they've had a personality a, a Tamua here. When you watch his film, and again, the, the, so when the, when this was announced, immediately, uh, you know, I, I need to get on the phone and hear from somebody. And this is Utah Polynesian, the All Poly Camp line coach, and what he said was, "Listen, he's a he's got a bit of rail in him." Now that tells me a whole bunch of stuff. But imagine Donovan at 315 pounds at the age of 17, right? So that tells me he's nasty. Got a little, got a little, little bull snort to him, right? That he's a baby, and he's a grinder, but he can pull. He's a dancer, and he's long armed, serious trunk. Those are the coach's words. So, yeah, look, you got to do. Yeah, it's not a question of you whether you got to do. This dude can play. He got, he's a dude. The fact that you got this dude one to consider you, and then two, to jump the broom and say. Nebraska and Rayola are good enough for what I want to be in my life. That's a huge – and what it does is it opens the portal for Polynesian players at the four-star level. You're not going to date down now. You can you can actually get in the dating pool and date up. <laughs> yeah, well, and the thing is that also with, um, you know, Polynesian players and um, – you know, like I wouldn't say their culture. I'm not going to speak for them, but just the way it goes over there is it, or the way it goes is they're very loyal, right? And they 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 play and do things for a lot of times for a bigger purpose. Mm -hmm. So when not when when Preston committed, it's a commitment of the whole family, though. It's like their hand. It's like they're handing their son off to a coach. So this isn't just like all right, let me go get a kid from Hawaii. It, it, like, well, you're coach, adding the coach to the family. Well, no, coach, <laughs> coach Rayola isn't going to risk his reputation by not recruiting by doing something wrong, you know. And he's not going to let somebody at Nebraska do it because they're they're different they're, level of accountability. Different, different you're absolutely accountability. Right. You're right. So it's bigger than that. And you know, I, I'm a firm believer of you know the recruits come here, you get them here, then it's it's up to the coaches in the in the culture and themselves more importantly to make themselves better. Um, I like, I like the fact that you point out what it means for them to choose Donovan Rayola and then add to that, how important it is that they chose Nebraska. It's, it's huge. <laughs> it's huge because, um, you know, they've had guys that come to Nebraska and, and most of them have done well. Some haven't. And they've had guys that go other places and done very well recently, Utah, Oregon, UCLA, all over the country. Um, and obviously you got two of that went from, you know, Hawaii to all the way to Alabama. And that's where they felt like Alabama was, was in there as well. And Alabama has a tradition of offensive line play, but there's something that a connection that was a little bit bigger than going down to Alabama. Uh, even though there's been re recent history, not only him, uh, Henry, uh, Tuatu, the linebacker. So there's a, there, you know, it's not just Tua. There's other guys down there with Polynesian descent that have done well. 
Nebraska's able to leapfrog all those guys. And it just kind of goes right into what they've been doing. And, you know, you're not going to know how good these guys are until they get on campus and get in your system and all that. But I think the personality and the way they've gone about recruiting, you can see they have a type. You can see they have a look or a, you know, process they go through. They are, I can tell you this from right now, just from the way that they go about things, they are very confident in what they can do and, and with the opportunity that they present to you, like as a player. And then also they're very confident in what they can do for you as a athlete in the whole. Look, if you whole go to the, uh, I'm just telling you, if you go to the all poly camp and you're one of the 200 offensive or defensive linemen who get to go in there and you make it out of there and them, listen, <laughs> let me I just, always wonder what, like, they got good, boy, they, got, they got good grass over there. But every time I look like it's like everybody play on the same field. Oh, let me tell you, if they you've mean, ever been over to Hawaii and gone to the camps, and the all poly camp in Utah, and it was held in Ogden, so it wasn't Salt Lake City. Then it was Ogden, uh, just to get to because you know sending folks to BYU, a lot of the Polynesian uh, family culture is tied to the Mormon Church, so them being able to do that and it is additional exposure, it's additional family, um, and then a change of of location and elevation for the families. But to watch them go through Jay, the just the film of all Polycamp and watch them work. I I would imagine that somewhere in the '90s and mid '90s at and and Lincoln, Nebraska, it would look and sound something very similar. <laughs> oh, they get after it. Um, yeah, you better come with it. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you mess around and see, you know, Fumatu Alatu over there. You, that you, keep Watus, all yeah. the Fiatla, all the IUs, the Tony Fanu. Oh whatever, man, man, look, look, they got some big dudes over there. Oh so. my goodness gracious! Yeah, but I, that. Think, <laughs> I think really what they're trying to do, hopefully, ideally, and in theory, you know, look, they, the one thing I can say, and this is what I said this about Scott Frost and those guys as well. You only can – it's like you you can only recruit the guys that you feel that are good, like that you feel that fit your system. Now, when they get here, you have to make – you know, you, you in theory also as well can only do so much. You can't control – like you can't make somebody love football. Yeah. You can't make somebody want to do more or be better than what they are at a freshman. And – I think this new staff is trying to dig in deeper into what makes guys tick to, so to make sure that they want to be here and they will compete and leave a mark here versus come here and say, oh, man, I was really good at, you know, Eden Prairie High School. I'm not starting as a freshman. I'm not getting a whole bunch of catches. Now, there, now some of them had some justification. I do. And, and I don't think these guys are going to promise anything. Or hopefully they're not. But – some of these guys, some of these kids come here and they don't have instant success. They like just throw their hands up, take the ball. That, that's not that is not a part of what we're what what just signed no or committed to. But that's what I'm saying. They're they're trying to look intrinsically in them to make sure or try to get guys that want to actually be great, you know, and, and be there for the right reasons and everything that you want that you hear about, whether it's nil opportunities on the football field, opportunities after football, both living here in Lincoln and then obviously possibly if you really play good go to the NFL is right there in front of you but it's not going to be given to you because you have to go earn it and take it well I mean it's coming from cultures of competition from an early 
from right. an early stage. But some guys just don't know how to handle competition. Some guys don't embrace competition. And I will tell you, everybody that's faced competition, your your first reaction, and this is everybody, is like, bump it, I'm going to go somewhere else. But then once you have a non-emotional and impulsive talk with yourself and have good people around you, which he has a strong family background. Yes, he does. He can talk to – I mean, he yes, can have he Donovan – and you know, and Dominic as advisors on how to do it, um, you know they'll they'll stick it out and they'll work out for him at the end. So I mean, I just think that you know he's just a, it's it's good to get a four star lineman. You keep bringing him in there. You're trying to reestablish. You just turned it. on the faucet to right. a whole new talent pool. Now if he comes and starts kicking butt, then you're going to start to see a whole bunch. <laughs> Whole bunch of big dudes up hey, here. Yes, man. sir. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Man. We're going to get some new restaurants. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hey, eating all that papaya and all hey, that stuff. Hey, we're going to get man. some new restaurants, some new food in town. Man, my, my, <laughs> hey, them dudes can eat, man. Look, so, look uh, that was they, at, more, than, more than anything else. That's what I miss about Salt Lake City. <laughs> them, big, <laughs> hey, them big dudes can eat and they get hey, happy and too. And the man. family bring it. Hey, and also, they season their meat. And they can grill. Hello. Come one, come all, man. But uh, we're going to go to break. We're going to come back and uh, put a bow on this. We're going to talk about a little bit of DeAndre Hopkins. And uh, I I did some research up on this contract and how much and the reason why he went to Tennessee, it was a good move or not. Because it possibly could affect whether he tried to make that last push to the Hall of Fame. So there's bigger than money playing right here. Jay Foreman, DP, we'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.